Congratulations to our boys, Ron and Fez, for what was an amazing live broadcast at Dave & Buster's uh, at the White Flint Mall in Bethesda. By far, uh, just a, a really fun, entertaining show. In fact, sitting in with me tonight, joining me in the hideout, a couple of buddies. A show, those of you familiar with the show definitely will know who they are. One of them is the master of the website. He, uh, he has created RadioHideout.com. He maintains RadioHideout.com. He's a very interesting cat, and we let him in here because we needed a white guy since Stubbs isn't around. So, uh, Bad Monkey, welcome into the hideout. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good. And also joining us tonight as well, um, my favorite black man in the world, and I mean that. That's Mantan. How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic, fantastic. You and I were sitting in here just chuckling and laughing the entire time. During the uh, during the Ron and Fez live broadcast, no doubt, Dave and Buster's. So we really want to congratulate those cats on a on a job well done. Now it's time to focus on the next live broadcast for 106.7 WJFK. Is the hideout? We uh, we, we began an announcement yesterday. I didn't want to completely give it away because I didn't want people to get confused. But we, the hideout, will be doing our show live. Circle the date on your calendar, September 10th. So that means September 10th from 11 o'clock at night to 1 o'clock in the morning, the hideout will broadcast live from Coyote Ugly. Um, a dream come true. Yes. I think I could probably say and speak for a lot of people who are in the hideout. Because, look, those of you maybe new to the show, maybe you're listening just now leaving Dave and Buster's, maybe you just stumbled upon us. Uh, the one thing about the, uh, the hideout, one thing that it won't be confused for is a real manly show. And I don't know why that is. I think... <laughs> Actually, I know it's Dubs. It's because Dubs isn't around. I don't know, man. This show is oozing machismo sometimes. Occasionally, and actually, last week's shows were so amazingly um, homoerotic that I've I've done my best to stay away from that this week. And so to prove that we're guys, men, that we like trucks, chicks, and uh, you know we play with guns, cold beer. beer. We will we will be broadcasting <laughs> from Coyote Ugly. All of the information you will need is on RadioHideout.com. Basically, it's right across from the MCI Center. It's the gallery place, Chinatown Metro. And I always love doing gigs that are right on the Metro because here's my thing. That's on the red line. I live on the red line in Silver Spring. Uh, I, I want to get hammered right. at, at Coyote Ugly, probably during the show and then continue after the show because the beauty about this place is that it's open. Until like 3 o'clock or something. That's right. So we'll do the show from 11 to 1, then we'll party with everybody. From what I understand, they have this rooftop where we can go and we party. Has anyone been to Coyote Ugly yet? I've been past Coyote Ugly. Mantan, Bad Monkey, Bad Monkey, I know you got a newborn. You're not able to. Uh... I've been on the Metro. 
<laughs> okay. If anyone's been to Coyote Ugly, I want to hear. I want to hear what we could expect. And the uh, unfortunate thing for me is that um, I'm going to have to go do show research. So I will probably have to go to uh, Coyote Ugly probably three or four times um, before we actually do the live show. So in the next month, if it's a Saturday night, you can probably expect to see me and El, me El Jefe at Coyote Ugly. So more information, RadioHideout.com. And in addition to that, too, we got so much stuff there uh, uh, for you as well. We got the uh, we got some audio for you. We got videos for you, uh, the forums, and of course you can email us at jfkhideoutataol.com and also send us an instant message at jfkhideout at aol.com. Uh, let's take a couple phone calls. Uh, oh, let's tease but real quick. Let's tease um what we got coming up on the show tonight. Dubs and Bateman will be here at some point as they are just now leaving Dave and Buster, so they'll flow in. They will probably flow in during the middle of this segment. Professor Paul Davies, he is from the Australian Center for Astrobiology. I read this article, and yesterday we talked about ghosts. Bad Monkey Mantan, did you, did you check it? Yeah, I listened to a little bit. I was on the job, but I listened. Did it spook you out a little bit, listening to the ghosts? No. You don't get afraid about that stuff? No. Now, what about aliens? Either one of you two believe in aliens? Of course. Yeah, aliens are cool. Of course. So you don't think that it's insane that we would be the only people uh, in this universe? I think it's actually a little bit uh, arrogant to think yeah. that we are the only people in this universe. Well, I'm, I actually uh, have to agree with you. So here's the situation. This is what I'm thinking. Um, you know, we're always looking for that contact. Mm -hmm. We always want to make, you know, that encounter or whatever it is of the third kind. And a lot of people think it's going to happen via radio. It's going to happen some like through technology. Right. Um, what was the name of the movie with Jodie Foster? Contact. 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 Yeah. Instead. Horrible um, movie, by the way. You know what I'm <laughs> Come on. Matthew McConaughey is a slack-jawed reverend. You think Jodie Foster in an odd way is hot? In the oddest way, yes. Like in a middle-aged, um, kind of, sort of borderline MILF kind of hot? And, and the strange second to the oldest sister of your best friend type hot. All right, I can understand that. <laughs> now you're speaking a language I understand. <laughs> Regardless, this cat, Paul Davies, is going to join us in the second segment. He says that the way aliens, if he believes they've already contacted us, they have left their messages in the DNA inside of our bodies. Meaning they've been here since, I guess, the beginning of humankind. They've somehow gotten their codes into our quote-unquote junk DNA. Right. It's going to be an interesting conversation nonetheless. Maybe we'll learn a little something. What do you think about that? I mean, that... I have my thoughts, and I'll get to it whenever we get Paul on the phone, because I think it's going to be a little interesting conversation. Um, more than anything else... I always wonder, too, because you got some, so many wars going around. You watch something like Independence Day. You watch something like um, Signs. Is it going to take an alien invasion for humanity to, like, come together? No. I know, I, now I almost feel like this is high talk. I feel like we should be standing around smoking a J or something. <laughs> is it going to take aliens coming out of the sky to make sure everything's okay? So we're going to chat with that cat in a little bit, too. Uh, some news items I want to touch on, but first we'll go to... Uh, Magdalena, Magdalena, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's up, baby? Hi, Jesse. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm uh, Actually, I'm driving back from Dave and Buster's right now, but I wanted to talk about some Coyote Ugly. <laughs> I, looking forward to the next live broadcast for WJFK, Coyote Ugly, September 10th with the hideout. Have you been there? Yes, I have been. I got to dance in the bar and take my shirt off. Oh, man. Magdalena. All right, so we're going to duplicate this then. That's the uh, new thing we're looking forward to. Duplicate. I will be oh, there, and I'll bring girlfriends. I'm going to bring jugs with me, and we will oh. take our shirts off. Oh, 
Now, I don't know if Coyote Ugly is really wants us to do that. Let me ask you, did they encourage you to do that, or had you yes, already had... Yes, they encourage girls to get on the bar and dance, and sometimes they take their shirts off. They don't go down like the bras don't come off, but oh. the shirts most certainly do come off. Well, maybe at some point, though. Maybe we'll get lucky because the hideout's broadcast. Exactly. It's not about what they want. <laughs> is it September 9th yet? That's my only question, because I'd love... Do you know that's going to be the night before the, the big show? There's no way I'm going to be able to sleep. Plus, it's going to be a Friday. Well, Magdalena, <laughs> I want to appreciate you saying that you're going to be there and you're going to bring Hooters for us. Absolutely. I'll bring plenty of them. That's wonderful. Now, now, let me ask you this, though. You're a chick. Are you uh, you impressed with the quality of a server out at Coyote Ugly? Um. Yes. During the week? Uh, yes. Yes. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's not. On the weekend, it's actually pretty decent. And we'll be there on Friday. And then, all right. So here's the thing. I thought that as a woman, she would be comfortable knowing that she's a hot chick, so you can say that other chicks are hot. Right. Apparently not. Hey, thanks, baby. We'll talk to you. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. So, and now we're actually, I'm sitting here talking about Manton. we got a couple things that we're even trying to come up with. Because all of a sudden, you've become this remote producer, like like a bat out of hell, coming out with ideas of stuff that we can go down. Just rattle off. Don't go into detail, but some of the, the names of the games that we can play out at Coyote. Uh, we've got Body Part Bingo, um, Intern Battleship, uh, S&M Dating Game. All right. Quite a few of them. Lazy Man Olympics. I mean, we'll just basically judge the crowd. They're basically up. We'll go on uh, what we're doing that night. I mean, so I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be a, a really good time. Radiohideout.com. I can't wait to get drunk with Magdalena. I know it's going to be so much. You know what I really dig too, and believe it or not, I, there was some. I went through this whole evolution hmm. of I used to hate like callers and listeners, and it was something that I really learned from Ron and Fez to to get out of this whole better than thou kind of mentality. And I've made such amazing friends through the show that I love going and hanging out with people. And the live shows are even more. Because right. I love having people in the studio. I like it when you guys kind of stop by and just hang out. Anytime people just want to That's stop because and I bring out. burgers all the time. And I'm disappointed you didn't bring any burgers today, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but um, I love it when people just hang. So for us to be able to go out and do a live show um, is a lot of fun. And there's, one, there's a difference between going and making an appearance, which is fun, but then going out and, like, being able to perform, you know what I mean, and getting out there and doing what we can do. Uh, 866-277-4969. Mike, Mike, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, OF, hey, man, I just came out of the Prince concert, man. He is the baddest musician on this planet. I just wanted you to compare him because I know you're a big uh, Marilyn Manson fan. I wanted you to compare the two, you know. Just hear your opinion on it. Uh, let me say this about Prince. I can't tell you how sorely... It's a good thing and a bad thing. I bought tickets for Prince. I got the $70 tickets, $75 tickets for Prince for this Saturday night, maybe three or four months ago. Then I found out that I'm hosting the post-game show or co-hosting with Charles Mann. And, of course, this Saturday, the Panthers are playing against the Redskins. So I'm not going to see Prince. Was it really that great a show? What are, did he do all the songs? What happened? Oh, happy man. Like, I'm a big Redskins fan, and I know you got to do a show and everything like that, but I swear to God I would not miss it. He did every hit you could think of, old school, everything. Did he do, did he do <laughs> control? Did, oh, no, he did not do P control, no. He didn't do P control at all. Because he's, he's a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was like a big back Jehovah's over Witness home. now. Yeah. So he didn't do, like, any of the nasty stuff, but I, I swear to God, like, I've seen him every time he's come here. 
That was the best concert I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, here's the thing. The reason I like Marilyn Manson, and it's odd that you asked me to compare Marilyn Manson and Prince. The reason I like Manson is because he puts on a show. He's not okay. the greatest singer in the world. I know that. And they're not the greatest musicians in the world. I know that. You go watch a Manson show, you are going to see an actual show. It's almost like going to the theater, but then at the same time you're rocking out. Mm -hmm. Is Prince, does he just sound good, or does he also put on some sort of a show as well? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, because he can play guitar, every instrument you can think of, and he's such like a unbelievable. All i got to say is if you haven't been, you got to try to go to a concert, man. I had, I had a really good time. It was fun. I appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for checking in. It makes making me jealous. You've never seen him before in concert. No, nah, man. I've oh. seen him. And this that's the thing, too. He said, this is the last time I'm going to do my hits. He's strong. He's well, very I've heard strong that, concert. that the concerts are always good, but the place to catch Prince is after the concert when he goes out and to some bar and just gets up on stage with the band and starts tearing it up. Oh, I'm sure. That's when you want to see Prince. He's another one. I guess just one of those amazing, gifted musicians. And there's something about him. The chicks... Cause he's, he's not a good-looking dude. He's red bone, man. Well, it's not even so much that he's light-skinned or high, high yellow. Exactly why it is. It's like you guys are... <laughs> he's small and he's effeminate. Exactly. No. You know, and he's got that whole thing. And sometimes you can't tell if he's a man, boy, or a girl. But... The chicks, I guess they dig on that. They dig on the talent, mm -hmm. and they also dig on the fact that he's he's tiny, and he doesn't seem like he's going to be the kind of guy that's going to um, be threatening. You know what I mean? Right, right. Some, for some reason, like, you look at us here in the hideout right now, we're all manly men. Uh, you know, we all, you walk in a back alley, you're going to be afraid of exactly. us. Exactly. Someone right. like Prince you're not going to be afraid of. 866-277-4969. Uh, John, you're in the hideout on JFK. Effie, I wanted to tell you that I think the reason why your show last week was gay was because you're the kind of guy that likes to listen to uh, Prince. All right, well, how could you say that? Here you had a dude earlier, Mike, who's obviously very hetero, and uh, he was digging the show. Just because he likes somebody like Prince doesn't make you a mo. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like Prince, and I got a you know ten month daughter. Some of my best friends something were both. hetero to get that, you know. <laughs> well, okay. As we learned from the New Jersey governor, that doesn't always mean um, just because oh, yeah. you got a Never couple mind. of kids. Oh, In God. fact, right. I got that. I got that press conference. So I got a little clip from the press conference. In fact, we'll play it right after this. Let's take a couple more calls. David, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up, bro? Hey, um, I just wanted to let you know I have a friend who kind of works in the back scenes over at Coyote Ugly. Um, does her little thing over there, and I have a bunch of VIP passes for the weekend. If you want me to drop by a couple for you, so you can check the place out before you go out there for your appearance. No doubt. Uh, thank you very much. In fact, you do that, we'll win sort of a prize. Hey, maybe we'll hang out. Maybe we we'll get a whole crew together, and we'll go be VIPs at Coyote Ugly. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yes, David. Hold on. I'm gonna get my boy Oddball to get your information. Okay. All right. Cool. That's sweet. Hey, let me tell you the best thing too about. Hold on. Why can't I put him on hold? There we go. Um, i, I got to be honest, that's also kind of the fun mentality of it. When you're doing a live broadcast, and I'm not going to say it's the same for Ron and Fez because they're not egomaniacs the way I am, right. but when you go to a place like Coyote Ugly, if you're a guy, you'll want to be noticed. You know what I mean? Like you want to be, you want to be that cat who like everybody looks to, who everybody's like, psh, 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 psh. you know, I mean, that's why, it's, that's why everybody wants to be a rock exactly. star. Hey, that's, that's, that's why you want to be, um, you know, Clinton Portis. 
for right. Patrick yeah. Ramsey because you walk into a room, everybody knows who you are, they want to come up, blah, blah, blah. And so I go to Coyote Ugly, uh, you know, beforehand, nobody knows who I am. They look look at the short, fat, you know, hairy Mexican. Yeah. You know, he's no fun. I walk in there, we do the hideout, we put on a good show. All of a sudden, it's, hey, that's oh, F.A. We're going to be swimming in one right. All of a sudden, the girls are like, I want to give you shots. Yeah, I want to buy you drinks. And Magdalena, you were going to be on my side the whole time because I need a hot chick to walk around with me 24-7. Exactly. And don't bring your boyfriend. I'm not interested in that. In fact, I'll take this now. Uh, fake dates. Fake dates for everybody in the hideout. 866-277-4969. How about this, too? Let's go in style. Who wants to get a limo to let's, go to Coyote Ugly for the gig? Let's get a limo. We're going to get a limo and horse. <laughs> if you can provide either one of those, hit us up right now. Uh, cocaine on the down low. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Heckler. You're in the hideout on JFK. I want to speak to Manburn. Oh, come on. I mean, uh, Manjuice. Mantan, Mantan. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Mantan, uh, what was the deal with, uh, I caught like the last end of you talking last week about your uh, legal problems. Yeah, man. What happened with that? I, you know, can you recap that real quick? It's actually, it's actually in the process of getting sorted out. Um, basically, it, we're just going to come to a happy medium on it. Uh, well, to, to, to tell the story, you went to Best Buy. I, you bought a computer. Yeah, and I went to, you know, of course, our Best Buy will put the software on it for you. They'll install it right there in the store. So this took over a couple of days to get it. So I got, you know, a little peeled when I went there the last time to get it. An altercation ensued where one of the security guys tried to grab me and escort me out of the store. I turned around and pushed him into a rack. Police showed up, yada, yada, yada. So about a week ago, I got a little something in the mail saying that this guy was suing me for his uh, his discomfort in his back. You know, he was going to a chiropractor and all. Right. Got my lawyer on the phone, got his lawyer on the phone. Basically, we're going to settle. The store is going to take care of his bells because... He was in the wrong, basically. You're We're not touching you. Yeah, you're not allowed to lay your hands on people, especially because I wouldn't steal anything. So, it's um, I basically have to pay my lawyer. Okay, so no. that's that's not bad. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's what I was gonna tell you, Mantan, was to get a lawyer. I didn't know you already had one. Yeah, I went out because and got of one. the fact, yeah, that um, you know, if he's touching you, that's you know, any unwanted touching under Virginia law is basically an assault. Especially so, when you touch someone in the bikini area. Yeah, that's not well, right. That's it, best <laughs> Buy. He, he should be suing. First. Exactly. So, uh, you know, he was in the wrong, and uh, I was going to say that if it's Fairfax County where it happened, if, if you were in the wrong, they definitely would have taken you off that night. Right, that's so, what I believe. Lawyer fees? That's not bad. Yeah, but you know how much lawyers cost? They're not cheap, man. Was it, I mean, is it going to be a couple I'm, hundred I'm basically going to pay... Maybe a difference of about five hundred bucks of what I would have had to pay this guy. Oh come as opposed on! To, yeah, man, serious. Yeah, and I, I knew how much you were paying. That's no good. Yeah, I would have thought all this time that you had one on retainer. <laughs> I, just, I should get one on retainer. <laughs> hey, Heckler. <laughs> yeah, Heckler. Hey, man, uh, I sent you guys a magazine magazine subscription too. Uh, you and J Dub. What so, is it? Uh, no, it's a surprise, man. You uh, like to trust me. All right, come but on. I sent it to you, you know, you and. Uh, J-Dub's at the station address, so you I, like it, man. Yeah, now I know this is going to be horrible because he calls and he busts our balls all the time. And you know the one positive call he makes, it's to Mantan. Thank you, Heckler. <laughs> Be it. 866-277-4969. Yeah, and he actually called the last. The, this is the second positive call he's made because the last time was the first time he told that story. He mm -hmm. wanted to try to help you out. Um, uh, some more, So much more coming up in the show. You know, we're up on a break already. Uh, I want to play a clip of the New Jersey governor announcing um, that he's resigning and that he's had this 
this gay relationship on the down low. Also, in addition to that, um, so much more in the hideout. We got the alien guy coming up, Paul Davies. We'll talk to him next. What happened to Jill? Right after that, Piazza came out and had a com uh, press conference saying that he was not gay once again. Everybody. I'm still not gay. As did Michael Vick, because you know how he rolls, and uh, Jeff Garcia as well. They're all having these group little huddles. He's gay, we're not. Jill called up and wanted to know what I look like. Unfortunately, she dropped off. Honey, if you want to call back, um, I think she may be interested in being one of the fake dates. Oh, man. Again, the live broadcast for the hideout, now that Ron and Fez have been successful with theirs, is going to happen September 10th, Coyote Ugly. We're already in the planning stages to try to put on uh, at least half of the show that Ron and Fez did. More information is available you, uh, for you on RadioHideout.com. As and, well as what Hefe looks like. I, can we make requests? I'd rather tell her what I look like <laughs> than actually have her go to the website. Although, you know, I gotta, I'm going to say, I don't know if you're doing a little magic or something there, Bad Monkey. But um, it looks to me that uh, the pictures on the website are somewhat flattering. Let's go here. A little enhancement here and there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hideout, you're on the air. 106.7 WJFK. Turn your radio down. What's, hey, what's up, man? What's going on, bro? Hey, man, I listen to you guys all the time, man. Y'all good people, man. Oh, well, all right. Hey, thanks, Thank man. you. I don't, I don't know if you're, you're, you're listening to the hideout, right? Say it again? You're listening to the hideout? Yeah, right now. Oh, okay. What's your name, bro? Well, thank you, bro. Hey, James, man. What's going on? All right, James. You have a good night, man. Hey, James. Hey, we appreciate it. Y'all be easy. Don't All let right. the man get you. Right. Be hey, safe. No All right. The Minority Report. That's right. This is the most uncomfortable I think WJFK has ever been because it's the most diverse <laughs> I know. it's ever been since I hosted the wedding show with Sharon Lewis. And, <laughs> and now here we are. It's me. It's Van Tan. And... Um, um, I never thought I'd be the token white guy. We're about to spark the revolution, brothers. And token white boy sitting in the corner. We call him Bad Monkey. Brothers that's our, sisters, arm that's, yourselves. That's our way of getting back at him. We call him Bad Monkey. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to come back. More of the hideout. Dubs and Bateman will be here soon. Um, coming up next, the guy from Australia who believes that aliens have implanted the, the code the secret to getting in contact with them in our DNA. That's next. It's 106.7. It's WJFK. Entertaining more men than DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. I don't. I don't. Tonight, let us shake this cave. Tonight, let us tremble these halls of earth, steel, and stone. Let us be heard from Red Tor to Black Sky. Tonight, let us make them remember we are not afraid. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dub. And welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am LFA. J-Dub's is on his way. From Dave and Buster's, where he was helping out our buddies Ron and Fez uh, during their live broadcast. I want to point you to the website, reminding you we have a live broadcast. We want you to circle the date on your calendars. It is on a Friday night. It is September 10th, and it is at Coyote Ugly. The hideout will be live on location at Coyote Ugly. And I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. So we are going to have an amazing time, and we want you guys to join us. Also, too, be available. 866-277-4969. Paul Davies is standing by. He is from the Australian Center for Astrobiology. He's got an interesting theory that I want to chat with him about first.
Let's go to Eric. Eric, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, you guys rock. What's going on, Eric? Not too much, not too much. Uh, listen, uh, first of all, I've heard of Coyote Ugly. Um, there was a movie, uh, and, and, and that flunked. But uh, I think like it's almost like a cross between a strip joint and something like that, right? It sounds like it a little bit, and thanks for the phone call. In then, fact, let me tell you about the movie. Dubs, I know you're listening. Hang tight, uh, because I really need you, Dubs, to bring me your copy of the movie Coyote Ugly. Yes, Dubs owns the movie. Uh, <laughs> I should tell you a little bit some about the about J Dubs. Um, a, a chick that I really, really dug in high school. Maybe I'll get into the story a little bit later on. I did a Google on her. Maybe try and want to try to get in touch, um, bases. And she, the only thing I ever found with her name was her listed in the movie for Coyote Ugly. As girl dancing on bar. Really? Now I've never sat through the movie Coyote Ugly. I've tried many times, so now I feel like I should. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and sit through the movie Coyote Ugly. A again, part of show research for doing this live broadcast. B, I'm gonna see if I can see this chick and actually see if I can see girl dancing on bar. Um, so that is coming up for you. Also, another thing coming up as well. Um, I w in fact, I'll tease you with it now. Uh, you play along at home. Which guy do you think is the governor of New Jersey, and which guy do you think is uh, Tommy Bateman? <laughs> I've got two clips. You decide, and we'll, uh, I'll tell you the answer coming up in about 20 minutes. Here's clip one. Is governor of New Jersey or Tommy Bateman? I am a gay American. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. I am a gay American. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Answer's coming up in 20 minutes. Which one? Who is who? <laughs> that coming up next. First, though... Let's get serious. This is serious business. All right. Um, I read the article. He seems like an interesting fellow. I want to welcome Professor Paul Davies into the hideout in Washington, D.C. Paul, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Professor Davies, thank you for joining us. You are from the Australian Center for Astrobiology. Which university are you at? That's Macquarie University, and Americans have a lot of trouble pronouncing that, Macquarie University in Sydney. Now, that's why I asked you to say because I didn't have a clue as to how you would say it. It's a Macquarie University. Very good. You have an interesting theory, I guess, about aliens leaving their messages in human DNA. Before you get into that, what are your credentials? Like, what, what have you studied so we know where you're coming from and if you know what it is you're talking about? Uh, well, I'm a cosmologist and uh, theoretical physicist by profession, and uh, I spent most of my career uh, as a professor in, in physics departments in uh, Cambridge, England, uh, and London, and uh, Newcastle uh, before coming to Australia about 15 years ago. And, and now uh, I'm turning myself into an astrobiologist, and our center in Australia is affiliated to NASA, the NASA Astrobiology Institute. So I think we've got as good a credentials as anybody, but I must warn you that my theory is, of course, very speculative. Of course. Now, that's what I wanted to make sure of, because when we want to chat with you, I want to make sure everybody knows that you're a guy who actually is on the up and up and not some kook with just a website. I thought cosmologists did hair. No, that's, cosmo that's something completely different. Oh. So here's what I want to ask you, uh, Professor Davies, then. What is your theory that's stirring up all this trouble that's kind of weirding people out a little bit? I think most people know that for about 40 years, astronomers have been using radio telescopes to try to pick up messages from alien civilizations. And this is obviously a long shot because 
We've no idea if there are any aliens, and even if there are, whether they're sending messages our way. But we have the technology to, to take a look. And this has been going on for a long time, and it's, uh, as it were, the respectable end of what is called SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. And some of us are getting a bit bored with no news, and it seems worth thinking of other ways in which uh, alien beings, if they're out there, might attempt to send a message to us. And many years ago, I had the idea that uh, if you think about all living organisms, they have a huge database inside them. It's called DNA. It's the genetic uh, imprint that they need uh, in order to replicate. Right. But there's also a lot of junk uh, and most of the human uh, genome, which has now been sequenced, is just this junk. And so you think to yourself, well, what is this junk, uh, and could it be a place to store information? And so just uh, to, to summarize briefly, what I'm suggesting is that rather than sending us uh, radio messages, the aliens may have sent viruses with the message encoded in the virus's DNA that have inserted themselves in living organisms on Earth. Right. And it's dead easy for us to check. We just need to look at the genomes of organisms that are being sequenced anyway to see if there's something fishy about the junk DNA. What are you talking about, Willis? Now, this is interesting. All right, I'm digging this. Let's kind of do a little... I read an article that says that it's going to be tougher now, if there are beings out there, to get a hold of us because there are so fewer actual TV signals because of uh, digital cable and things like that. So you believe that they have actually somehow, or at least you come up with a theory that it would make more sense for them to inject the whole code as to how to get in touch with them into our junk DNA. Yeah, that's right, because the problem that you face with this whole SETI business is that the universe is very old. It's been around for about 14 billion years, and uh, our planet is only about a third as old as the universe. So if we imagine there are other civilizations, they sort of come and go at random uh, across the galaxy and beyond, and the chances of two of them sort of popping up at the same time at the same level of development are pretty much infinitesimal. And so if there have been other civilizations in the galaxy, the chances are they came and went maybe, you know, 100 million years ago or 50 million years ago. Now, they may have figured that there's life on Earth that one day will become intelligent, but they don't know how long they've got to wait. And so what they really like is a set-and-forget strategy. They'd like to be able to leave a calling card uh, and uh, the, who knows what that calling card might say. It might just say, hi guys, uh, you know, look over here and you can download Encyclopedia Galactica. Uh, uh, so <laughs> I think that that would be a better way of doing it, to stick it in the genome, because after all, living cells are wonderful places to store information. They replicate, uh, they fix up damage, they've got editing functions. And you could store a message for a very, very long time now, without big, it uh, degrading very much. How big is that junk DNA? I mean, how much information could they put into this or put into us? Uh, potentially uh, 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 the equivalent of a large uh, book. But the problem about junk DNA is that it keeps changing. It's very susceptible to mutations. And so... Uh, at first sight, it doesn't look like it's a very good place to store a message for a long time. But just recently, scientists have discovered that there are some very long sequences of junk, so-called junk DNA, which does seem to be remarkably stable. For example, there are 
sequence is up to a million base pairs. That's basically uh, atomic links yeah. long. Yeah, we don't understand uh, that. Uh, that we have in common, uh, human beings have in common with mice, uh, which means they date back, you know, maybe 50 million years or something. They have these things haven't changed. So there are bits of the junk DNA that do seem to be stable, and that's the place I would first take a look. All right, again, we're talking to Professor Paul Davies of the Australian Center for Ant uh, Astrobiology. And this, Mantan, your question for Professor Davies. Well, actually, my question is more of, uh, don't you feel that maybe that if uh, half the code is in the DNA, would the DNA, would the other half be in the RNA to click these precursors over so that you can get this information? Or how? Uh, well, first of all, I am blown away by the fact that, tumbled that, down. that you would know this kind of well, stuff. Well, you have DNA and RNA, and RNA basically does I the work for DNA. Am I, I right? I didn't professor? know that. It's all sugar. Yeah. Uh, you're, just, you're, you're quite right that, that in organisms, uh, the DNA is where the information is stored, with the exception of some viruses that store it in the RNA. Uh, but then the RNA does the running around. Right. Uh, but, no, the DNA is the place that I would look because uh, that is that? The, the most stable of the molecules because it's a, the famous double helix. The two strands sort of hold each other in place. Right. Uh, and so that makes it uh, stable for longer periods of time. So what are you going to do about this? Are you going to start checking out people and see if you can decode the stuff that's in the junk DNA? Yeah, I've got one or two volunteers who uh, can do this sort of thing. I'll do it's it. It's very easy to get a hold of the sequence data because uh, scientists are doing this stuff anyway. They're, they're sequencing genomes of uh, all sorts of organisms. So uh, it's not hard to get that, but it all looks like gobbledygook, you see. And the question is, you've got to run a computer program uh, to see if maybe it isn't gobbledygook, maybe there's a pattern in there, maybe something that looks a bit fishy. What you would expect is that the aliens will put something in that sequence that would attract our attention. Mm. And it's fairly easy to search for that. So I'm hoping uh, to to get somebody at the University of Adelaide onto this one. When, when did you think these messages were left? Like how long ago? The great, the great thing about this theory is that uh, they could have been left an immense period of time ago because, uh, after all, our DNA does contain messages. These messages were written, so to speak, by Mother Nature uh, billions of years ago. There are bits in our DNA that date back that far. When they were so, helping build the pyramids. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's seriously. Very, very recent. Could, oh, all right, my bad. Uh, so we're talking, uh, you know, uh, something that could easily be millions of years old. The, the thing is that uh, you must understand that the universe is 14 billion years old, and Earth is about four and a half billion years. And so there could have been civilizations that uh, arose before the Earth even existed. Mm -hmm. and, and this is the difficulty that is faced by all of these uh, SETI programs that we'd like to think that there are aliens out there now at the same time as us uh, but if these uh, aliens have survived for hundreds of millions of years then they're going to be way way in advance of us technologically what do you think uh, this is, probably what do you think this is going to mean for humanity if, if, if we find out that aliens have come here or that they've been here that they exist and that somehow they've left something in our DNA is this, is this going to throw the whole world into a tizzy? Is this going to mess everything up as far as things go for, like, I don't know, the way people believe in religion and stuff like that? I mean, you realize that you're bordering on 
just screwing up everything that humans have ever thought about, which I'm not, I'm not by the way, actually I'm kind of looking forward to, but you realize this is something of that magnitude where all of a sudden Jesus isn't that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm well aware of the fact this has enormous implications, not only for philosophy, but theology as well, and I've written books on that very theme. Um, I, I should point out that the aliens don't actually have to come here in the flesh to do this uh, job. They can send viruses that would infect the DNA of terrestrial organisms. They can do that uh, with tiny space probes. It's actually very cheap. It costs next to nothing uh, to send something the size of a virus out across the galaxy. So, how would you know how um, much it costs, though? That's interesting. How would you know it would be cheap? Well, you see, in conventional science fiction, what happens is that the aliens might uh, come here in a huge spacecraft, or they may send a large object. You remember 2001, A Space Odyssey? Right. This is a damn great piece of metal, you know, this uh, huge obelisk. Uh, uh, well, that's a pretty uh, pricey chunk of stuff to send uh, maybe a few thousand light years across the galaxy. Uh, that, that's big bucks. But, uh, you know, a virus is something too small to even see. Uh, and to uh, send that out across the galaxy would cost almost nothing. You could send a little microprobe, uh, maybe, uh, you know, the size of a pin or something that could be full of untold millions of viruses. And you could send that for almost no price, uh, particularly if it didn't have to go too fast, and it would drop onto the earth, break open, and infect anything that happened to be around, uh, and inject the message in a harmless way. Uh, because if you get the message in the right part of the, the genome, it's not going to do any damage. And so it gets harmlessly replicated and carried along for the ride uh, for you know millions and millions of years. Again, it's uh, Professor Paul Davies. It is the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Uh, the most important question here in America: Who's, like who, who's going to win tomorrow, uh, the alien or the predator? The movie's coming out. Have you heard anything about the movie? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, no, is this one of the long string of alien movies that uh, I've seen? It is. It's the big battle movie. All that we know of aliens here is that they hunt each other and they've built something on the South Pole. <laughs> this is what we're more concerned about. <laughs> well, you see, most people's image of uh, alien life is, of course, colored by science fiction. And I think uh, that most people, again, expect that if there are aliens out there, they'll be aggressive and that... Maybe they're bad news, and we should uh, not try to advertise our presence too much. Although it's interesting that these very words I'm speaking now will, of course, be traveling upwards across the galaxy at the speed of light. And if there's a civilization 100 light years away, then they'll hear me talking in 100 years and figure that we're onto them. And they're going to think you're smart, brother. Hey, Paul, we, appre we appreciate you checking in with a high more question for him. Well, go ahead, real I'm, quick. I'm Matt. curious if. If you think that they left these messages for us specifically, or is it more like intergalactic tagging, where they just like spray paint something on the wall in case somebody walks? Like cattle, or are they looking to come back and gather us? Are they looking to yeah. eat us? No, it is like the spray paint on the wall. They, they would send this stuff out to any planets that look like they have life in the hope that one day there will be intelligent life and they will discover the message, uh, and then some sort of co further contact will be made. Hey, we appreciate you, Professor Davies, Australian Center for uh, Astrobiology. Thank you so much for joining us in the hideout. It, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, buddy.
<laughs> I, miss, I miss you, J-Dubs. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I had one more question for him. What was that? I wanted to know what was his favorite, Mad Max or Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. Yeah. Right, I have a question for all you guys. What? What are we doing on the air? Oh, what do you mean? I gave you a Queen Latifah album to play till I got back. <laughs> I said nothing. This ship doesn't go without its sail. U-N-I-T-Y. Um, Unity. Let's uh, I just take a couple calls real quick. Let's go to uh, Dan. Dan, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, um, I was reading today in the, on BBC that there was, like, this huge asteroid that hit, like, a Russia around the turn of the century, and it really, like, blew away. And it, it was like the like the of a couple atomic bombs or something. And now they're saying that, uh, that they might have found... Are you talking about the thing in Siberia, like, from 1908 or something? Uh, we lost. Because it's on TV doesn't mean it's true, man. It's actually, I've read that, too. He read it, and the BBC covered it, so it's got to be true because they have accents. Come on, man. Hey, you know the other thing that I saw that's kind of creepy? Yeah. Um, Intergalactic taggers? It was on BBC that I saw it as well. Apparently, there's like this huge rock or something that's on a volcano, and they're afraid that if the volcano erupts, this rock will fall into the water, causing, like, uh, this major disruption in the Atlantic and causing uh, tsunamis like, I don't know, I forget how tall, like 50 feet, 100 feet tall, rushing all towards like England, also one hitting the eastern seaboard of the United Why are we States. About England? Including, including and in wiping out Washington, D.C. and New York. And I know it sounds something out of science fiction, but they're like, hey, look, all these people are wondering about terrorism. You got to look at the natural disasters as well. Yeah, because it's said a hundred foot tidal wave. Did you see that? Did you see the same thing? Said, yeah. We're not making this stuff. Yeah, we're going to We're going to die soon. We need to have sex with everybody and each other. I John, saw a thing what? On, oh wait, what? I saw a thing on the BBC that said you could smoke catnip and it doesn't affect you at all. I come back and your mo turns right back on. It's something about you being here. Yeah, you're attracted. I understand that. Uh, John, you're on JFK. Uh, Mr. Davis, did you write the last three minutes? I don't even know. Uh, he's not here. He actually hung up already. Oh, man. If he did, you had a really cool cat on the phone, man. The last three minutes? What's that? It's about the last three minutes of the universe. Oh, sweet. Sweet, because he knows, because he has an accent. Yeah, because he's got accents. Well, ask him. Tommy, get him back on the phone. <laughs> I want to talk to him. The universe, mate. All right, hey, let's take a break. Hey, Wolf for Broadband, you've been on hold the longest. What's up, bro? Hey, man. Uh, I just want to ask you guys. Uh, tomorrow, I was wondering if we could do a little thing for a couple seconds. Well, like about 20 seconds. If we could do, do you uh, want to do more Madden scores? Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm saying that for, you can set up a WJF gay. Can you say it's gay karaoke instead of MTV say well karaoke? I want to see if Dubs can hit these notes that I got. Okay, I'll try. Song. And we'll try it tomorrow. Okay. All right, that's cool. Uh, you know what? Hold on and talk to Tommy about the idea, all right? All right. Everyone else, stay on hold. More of the high amount coming up for you. Uh, my boy uh, Dubs is back. How was the event? You know what? I, you know how nervous I get before these events, hoping everything goes right. Once it went off, I was very happy. I had a lot of fun. It was cool. It was really, really cool. I got to tell you, it sounded great. Seriously. Thank I you. think that's a testament not only to the boys, but I think he did a great job behind the scenes. Did Bateman do anything? Yeah. All I heard he was hitting on chicks. Really? That's was he? Yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, well. Spoons left over. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You can dump that if you want to. <laughs>
We're going to take a break and we'll come back. Uh, we'll reveal the answer. Babysitter. We'll reveal the answer to this. Which one is Bateman and which one is the uh, governor of New Jersey? Hey, I am a gay American. Tommy the fag. Tommy's a virgin. Play him one time, more time for me, man. All right, hold on. I am a gay American. Tommy the fag. Tommy's a virgin. This isn't fair. You're playing the same clip twice. I am a gay American. Tommy the fag. Tommy's a virgin. I don't see the difference. More answers next in the hideout. It's 106.7 WJFK. Want to call the hideout? Call the hideout. Want to yell at us? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? All I want is a number, and that should be goddamn good enough for you. Now give me a number, okay? Call the hideout at 866-277-4969. You're I have a very professional, broadcast quality radio voice. No, no, voice. no, you have a top 40 gay voice. That's what you have. G-Dubs. My voice caters the retards with the best voice guy in the business. <laughs> Damn it. It's The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. And welcome back into The Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Now we're at full strength. Now we're all of a sudden the super friends. We're hitting the strides right now. Because it's uh, Hefe, Dubs, and Mantan and Bad Monkey are here hanging out with us. And we're taking your phone calls. We're talking about a little bit of everything. Thank you to uh, Professor Paul Davies, who uh, gave us a shout and uh, was talking about things uh, injected into uh, DNA. Oh, yeah, Bateman's here, too. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. I forgot about that. Yeah. I really forgot until he sent me an IM that said, what the F? Why? <laughs> it said, it said, WTF. Because I said we're back at full strength. And, of course, Oddball. You don't see Oddball sending me evil IMs because I happen maybe to forget he's back there. We're here. Everything's at full strength because Bateman and Oddball are here. So thank you, guys. Um, phone numbers, you ready to give them out? Yeah, 866-277-4969. And I'll take a moment to uh, thank everybody who helped me out at Dave & Buster's. Everybody did a great job, all my interns. Uh, uh, Jafter, of course. Mikey Boy was out there helping out. Wendell did a great job, as usual, uh, engineering the thing. Now, did, did somebody get thrown out of there? Yeah, I, I had to have Bateman throw someone out of there. for. Uh, he just jumped on stage and grabbed uh, Crazy Jen's face and started kissing it. Oh, my God. He's on the phone. Do you want to talk to him or no? Sure. What's his name? He's Deep down. He says his name's Emilio. Yeah, that's him. Emilio. Hey, it wasn't even that big of a deal. I was going to the bathroom that was right on the other side of the stage. You still can't do contest. that, man. That's, that's assault. That's, yeah. Well, I, thought it, I thought it was funny. And it was funny in a weird assaulty kind of way. Yeah, if you're into uh, you know, I, I was on the way back, and everyone started cheering for her, and I thought it was kind of funny, so I just grabbed her and gave her a quick, like a real innocent smooch, and then walked off the stage. And some really short guy in a black shirt grabbed my hand. <laughs> that was Tommy. Oh, it was so funny. I was like, who is this guy? I was like, dude, don't touch me. Hold on a second. Does this voice sound familiar? Hey, man. Hold on. I love you. I was like, whoa, whoa. I'm a gay American. Huh. It was, I thought it was funny. All right. We still can't have that. I'm sorry, bro. And, uh, oh, no, no big deal. I just, I just, they all started cheering. I was standing there. I'm like, oh, who are they cheering for? By the way, you'll be served the papers by the cops <laughs> later, so don't worry about that. All right? well, that's, that's, that's perfectly okay. <laughs> it would be the first time for assault. Oh, great. Uh, sexual assault. At least it's all right. A minor. I don't even want to hear it. Thank <laughs> True. you. True. 
He's a funny guy. He fits right in with a hideout. Yeah. Habitual offender and all. And now Bateman says, why pile on? <laughs> that's our job. 866-277-4960. Now, now people want to talk about this. All right, last call on this, because I'm sure Ron Fez will want to talk about tomorrow, so I don't want to beat it, beat it to death. Jeremy, you're on JFK. Hey, guys, I was at the show. Um, immediately it looked like he was to rip her head off and stick his tongue down her throat. Yeah, it was, it was very disturbing. So, so it was sexy. Or no. Oh, was Fez pissed? Well, he didn't kiss Fez. He kissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought he kissed Fez. No, he kissed Crazy Jen. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, I, I had somebody on the line. People keep dropping off. All you got to do is hold for a second. This guy, Yousef, was going to give us a little preview of Aliens vs. Predator. Apparently, he works at a movie theater and he was going to tell us about it. Dubs, Dubs, tomorrow's uh, payday. Yeah. You feel like a movie date? Maybe. I mean, not a movie date, but, you know, guys getting together and having a seat in between us. There's no seat in between <laughs> us. Man. In fact, I used to do the seat in between us thinking that Dubs would just come sit right next to me because Dubs likes to talk during the movie yeah. like a girl. Well, not just talk. Handy, too. So do you want to do that tomorrow, though? Yeah. You guys down? Y'all want to go see Alien vs. Predator? Nah, man. I gotta, I'm got on the job tomorrow. Oh, are you? Yeah. During the day? All day. Damn. Day. Does that mean we can come by then and eat? Yeah, come on by, man. All right. That's the plan. That's the plan, Dubs. We're going to go see Alien vs. Predator, and then we're going to go eat those fine Thursdays burgers. I love it when a Friday is already planned out. And then Saturday, instead of going to Prince, I'm going to go um, do Redskins. Oh, really? And watch football. Hey, I'm down with Coyote Ugly at party, too, if we uh, if you want to go on the weekend. Sometime. Yeah, uh, we got a guy who gave us yeah. the VIP passes. I, I, I just don't know when we're going to find the time when you do the... Uh, we might have to go on a, on a Sunday. Oh, I'm going... I'll go afterward. They're open till 3. Sure. We Although I'd be on the air with Charles Mann. You should three. take Charles Mann with you. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to invite Charles to uh, our live broadcast. Yousef, you're the hideout. What's up, bro? It was a mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that was pretty. <laughs> I, um, I, saw we got, I work at a movie theater or whatever, and we previewed at uh, um, Alien vs. Predator last night. Don't give it away. But I'm not, not going to give it away. I'm not gonna, I thought it was going to suck. Right. I was like, I went in there. I was like, man, this is gonna suck. I don't want to do this. You know, my girl want to see it. I don't want to see this crap. Hey, I finished my popcorn. I don't ever finish popcorn. So I mean, I didn't get up. So it was good then. Yeah, it was pretty good. It had the special effects was off the hook. I'm sitting there. You know, I was waiting for the predator to start talking and <laughs> talking and stuff. He never talked really. He was making. Like, nub, 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 nub. Huh. Did they give it subtitles at all? <laughs> I hate when they do that, when they have some kind of foreign, you know, uh, like some kind of alien or something, they give it subtitles. Why do you hate that? I want to know what they're talking about. No, that's part of the fun, the mystery of it. No, I need to know, man. And if, they, if they're telling the story right, you don't need to know. There you go. All right, so it was good though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty. It was pretty. The special effects are off the hook, but then they had like they had, you know, as an air horror flick or science, they have the little moments where you just be like, no one says that. Oh yeah. We're just... <laughs> Did he say make your move? No, no. He said, uh, what was he? <laughs> he said, he said, uh, he said, oh yeah, it's me and you, one on one. I think I would say that. Actually. That is close enough. It's me and you. Me and you, a mano a swine. Uh, hey, hey, thanks for Yusef. Uh, Yusef's number, man. He might be a nice bootleg hookup. I don't even think. We make some money. That's our thing. We just gather numbers from people who can help us and give us free stuff. Yep. 866-277-4969. Did I ever tell you about my weird sex predator dreams? <laughs> what? Like, like about the predator. I, I, like, yes. 
I, all right, look, I was, I don't know, I was in middle school. I probably forgot about that. I was in middle school or high school, okay? <laughs> this this doesn't make you weird, dude. I'm just telling you. It does. So here's the thing. Alien versus Predator, the reason I've been looking forward to this movie so long is because on the old um, Atari, new Atari system called Jaguar, they had a game where you could play Aliens versus Predator. The game was awesome because you could either be, you know, a... Uh, uh, an alien, you could be a predator, or you could be like one of the army people. And I always like to play with the predator. So, and it was yeah, like, sure, I'm sure you did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, is that I, what you called your little brother? It was an odd. No, it was an odd. <laughs> That's what he called you. It was an odd summer, but I had a sex dream of me having sex with the predator. Because if you how was it? I that uh, look, it has dreads. You know, yeah, no, we, we had nice ass. <laughs> you never know. And so the thing about this could have been the Predator or Jimmy Cliff. Prepare for invasion. <laughs> I'm ready. Are you ready for John the Timmy that works here now? <laughs> I know. Um, but I'll say this. If you ever look at the Predator's mouth, you know what that looks it's like. It's got a purdy mouth. It's got a purdy mouth. Like, it's one of those dream mouths where it looks... Let's just say, it looks like what a woman has. Uh, uh, did it do any moaning? But with dream? teeth. Um, let's just say it was good for both of us. It was bright pink. It was good for everybody, and my mom wondered what happened to the sheets. So that's, I'm going to leave it there. Okay, wait. I, and don't make me need to. Um, is it true even with aliens and predators? Is it all pink? It's got to be. Um, as far as... Um, I didn't went that far. I don't know. I just it's like one of those like in the room things. And I'm just kidding about finishing. I didn't. What what would it happen? Just, it was just an odd dream. Just because the predator was in my mind, and I was one of those things. I was going through puberty, and somehow the two, in a weird way, got all mixed up together. Uh, you and get, why am I talking? You better get checked out. I think you have predator clap. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> all right, look. I'm gonna stop the conversation now. I'm just going to ask Dubs if you want to go see the movie. Yes or no? <laughs> Only if I can be the predator. <laughs> Let's change subjects. Oh, wait. Heckler, you're back in the hideout. Hey, you rat bastards. Are you afraid of me talking to the guests or what? No, I man. Two, I have two legitimate questions for the nutty professor. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to ask him, uh, number one, if uh, he thought the aliens... You know, implanted the DNA in El Jefe, which gives him this homosexual tendency. All right, yeah. <laughs> and, and then the second one, no, I was going to the line did. from the movie Seven. I was going to say, when a person is insane, as you clearly are, do you know that you're insane? And what the hell is he talking about? Alien uh, I, uh, implanting DNA? I, I'm on Heckler's side on this one. Do you? Are you That's really? crazy. I don't know, man. I'm willing to buy that stuff. I used to go to that school too, man. I, I sent away for that, like uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> sent away Cracker Jack one. Yeah, uh, Feathers is the one that uh, you know, advertised it. Thank you. <laughs> and the, Michelle. And the thing with those, with those kind of calls, when I know you guys are going to do that, I like to save that for the end of the interview, or at least the somewhat near the end of the interview. That way, you know, we still got to fill time, and I like to learn a little bit, and then we go from there. So eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Dennis, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, Jefe? Yo, man. How you guys doing? Good, bro. Yeah, um, I just came back from Ron and says thanks, J Dubs, you did an awesome job. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, I was calling to see if, uh, like, maybe tomorrow night or something, I could come in and have you guys do a smash of trash on some of my music. Yeah, sure. What kind of music is it? 
It's um, like the best way I could describe it is like a cerebral electronic kind of stuff. This game trash, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you realize this is a tough crowd, but I'm pretty open-minded. Hey, you know what? Tomorrow actually is packed. We got Fairy Lady and a Psychic coming in. You down for doing this next week sometime? Definitely not. All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Bateman's going to book you. Bring your right? keyboard. Yeah. Hey, you guys are bitching about that. The bad monkey and bad monkey and Manton were having a conversation about how any jackass with a keyboard can have a number one hit now. All of a sudden, everybody's Herbie Hancock. Oh, yeah, uh, Radio Shack. That call kind of made me remember. I had to say hi to Don. Don asked me to say hi to him when I was walking out of the place. Don, hey, the hypnotist? No, some other Don. Oh, hey, how's it going, Don? Hey, hey, book, book Dennis, man. Bring his stuff in. I'm always. Hey, look, what if he's the next Moby or something? Who knows? Why not? And then if we can say Moby, we. I'll check him. And then we can say we helped the We need another Moby. Jeremy, you're in the hideout on JFK. I need another Moby. Hey, happy. Don't feel bad about it. <laughs> he had a dream. He uh, had oral with. You with Yoda. Yoda. I had to dump that. Yeah. But <laughs> under the road. <laughs> and I you know, it wouldn't be that weird if uh if you weren't on that end of it, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fact, I'll tell you what. Um, Luke Skywalker gave me a pleasure very May night. Stop, dude. I'm not interested. Vampire, you're in the hideout. Oh, look at you, Predator. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. You're the weirdo. <laughs> Go hey, ahead, happy. Effie, being you got the hots for video games, uh, who do you think hotter, Sonic the Hedgehog or Super Mario Brothers? Oh, come on. Sonic. There's no Sonic, doubt. If you declaw Sonic and get some PVC pipe, he's way hotter. There's no, <laughs> there's, no, <laughs> there's no doubt Italians are known as better lovers. So I'm going to have to go with the uh, the Mario Bros. You're disgusting. Yeah, but, How do you the think Mario that? Brothers, you know, is going to bash you over the head with a uh, lead pipe. You're, yeah. you're way too quick. You've thought about the Sonic thing before. That was way too quick. That game, I mean, seriously, that was on top of it. I know you're I, not that funny. You've been thinking about that for a while. I'm a big Sonic fan. And I love, uh, what was it, Foxtail or whatever? <laughs> Baby D, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yo, Jesus Christ, man, that's sick, yo. Hey, did you braid his hair afterwards? Fuck. <laughs> <No. laughs> he his nails, gave him a foot rub. You know, I, I didn't realize this was such a big deal. I guess I had talked about this before on the old Saturday night yeah. show, like when the Saturday night show was overnights. So I guess no one heard it then. Yeah. You used to enjoy all that Darth Vader heavy breathing in Star Wars. <sighs> you don't think that the the mouth looks a little bit like a vanch? The no. predator mouth? Oh, well, maybe. Nope. <laughs> Not one that I've seen. Nah. I can't even see what I was going to say. And then I say that? I know I just dumped it anyway. <laughs> just to be safe. But you know what I mean? Isn't there two mouths on that thing? No, that's the alien. The alien had the two mouths came out. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be double pleasure right there. I know I'm all excited for this movie tomorrow. <laughs> sure you oh. You want to slide over a little bit, monkey? <laughs> yeah, man. More, made, more ways than one. Suspense? Yeah, what's up, man? What's up, bro? Hey, hey, uh, I know you're kind of off the subject now, but on this DNA thing... Oh, going back uh, to the last guy, the alien DNA thing. Yeah, yeah, you know how much trouble we'd be in if that was true? I mean, not from not from aliens, but but think about it. Like, all the criminals that are in jail right now because of DNA evidence, right. they would get out of... They'd go and appeal it and say that the DNA was tampered with, and we'd have all these murders and rapists and that is kind of true. I mean, if you look at it on a serious note, I mean, just think the stop and thanks, bro. The, the humanity and how that everything would be completely messed up if this guy's theory is true that somehow they implanted viruses 
and the junk DNA is actual code from aliens, like for us, how to get a hold of them or the messages and stuff, whatever. The no, yeah, they're about. talking crazy like that. Guy. He said for it's real. like like the spray paint on the wall, man. I was I was in a bathroom at Seven Eleven. I just imagine the kind of stuff aliens are leaving you know, for a good time. Call. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so galaxy. Um, all right. Well, fair enough. Hey, look, just real quick. Do you think it would take an alien invasion to to unite humanity? Do you think it's one of those? Because I mean, we're so on the verge of killing ourselves here. Like as far as human beings, between wars and fights, it would it would help out for about a year and a half. Exactly. And then everybody'd forget about it. Like everybody forgets about everything else. Every war, you know, we're halfway through a war, and people have already forgot about it. But we're you, you don't more think divided it would be, You don't think it would be different in that an aliens actually exist? That throws a whole monkey rich in everybody. You know who it would be good for? Why is I was the, mi- the minorities. No doubt, because we team up with them. No, no. We sparked the revolution, brothers. <laughs> like the, white... the white people ain't done nothing for us. We're on your side. <laughs> white people would be so afraid of their daughters dating aliens instead of black people. <laughs> <laughs> be scooping up all the honey. They might be relieved. Come on. <laughs> That's so true. I could have been a black guy. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Fair I, enough. But you know what? If any of that was remotely true, the Pope would have had that guy assassinated a long time ago. You think so? Yeah, man. Catholic Church don't play that stuff. They really don't. Um, There's supposed to be some kind of code in the Bible, too. Yeah, the Da Vinci Code or whatever that is. Oh, that, and that just, that's a made-up book, though. That's not even real, the Da Vinci Code. Dude, I saw it in a movie. It must be true. And they had accents. <laughs> On the BBC. <laughs> so they had to be smart. <laughs> it was English people. Daniel, you're in the hideout on JFK. After your predator dreams, you wake up and find any odd scars anywhere? You know, I was just wondering, you got a kind of spiky mouth, you know? Man, I understand. I understand you're making a joke. And I guess, that that's, I guess that's something, you know, that you can joke about. My, well, I, my if, there, if there's person. anything, if there's anything in the world you can joke about, it's <laughs> you and your predator sex dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you think of that? Did you ever run that through your memory once once more, you know? Yeah, like when you're... Uh, late night? No! Is that one of those now. you tried to repeat that dream the next exactly. night? <laughs> you woke up in the middle of it, you're like, oh, I gotta get back <laughs> to that one. <laughs> How funny is that? You bring up such an interesting point, Bad Monkey. Have you ever had those dreams where you're like, man, I really want to pick that up again. Yeah. I, I want to make that happen the next night. Well, I remember telling you this, does and we've talked about it briefly, where I would go through this thing where I wouldn't punch the clown. I was, I, I did not punch the clown once all through high school. What? And I didn't get laid until senior year. I swear. This, I wouldn't make it up. So anyway, I'm, I just admitted to a predator sex dream. You think I'm lying about punching the clown in high school? So anyway, I uh, yeah, you just don't want to dig yourself a bigger hole. But you what play catcher too? But what I would do is I would fall asleep thinking about sex with the hopes of having a nocturnal emission. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you have a good one the night before, like Bad Monkey says, and you fall asleep trying to imagine the exact same thing that next night because you want to have stuff happen. This is true, man. And you know what's sad? I usually, I never really try to pick it up the next night. I always try to pick it up right when I woke up. Mm-hmm. Like you'd wake up right. in the middle. Oh God damn it! I gotta get back to that thing. Yeah. Why are the best dreams always interrupted? You never have a yeah. really good dream and wake up it's on because, your own. You it's know? because you're laying on your stomach rubbing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can sleep through that. 
have you ever? How about this? Have you ever been at a slumber party and um, you know you wake up or you're whatever and you see the one guy like grinding? Oh yeah. The guy at the slumber party was grinding. You wake everybody else to point at Bad Monkey because he's sitting there and he's grinding. I, with, uh, I, man, I've done that like before. Clothes, I've been right? that guy before. You said you weren't gonna talk about that anymore. I've been that guy recently, actually. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty. You know what's sad is that chicks are just learning this for the first time about their guys. No way. I think so. I don't think they realize that, like, the thing about trying to fall asleep to have those nocturnal emission kind of dreams. But, and nothing's better than that, though. Nothing's better than doing that without any work. But you know what, though? <laughs> women already know that about their men because every guy creeps in his sleep. Every guy oh, yeah. creeps in his sleep. Oh, and it, oh, yeah. it says, like, names and I mean, stuff. names you can either cuddle up a little bit more, you know, or something like that. I mean, how many Heart. times does your chick ever tap you? Like, uh, and, any guy that's a body pillow, that's the only reason oh, he has it. Hey, let me say, does that prove, like without a shadow of a doubt, that the experience of like climaxing and finishing is completely mental, something like a nocturnal emission? Because there's no, you know, there's no action involved. The weird, the weird thing about the nocturnals is that... Everything feels real, even before you've even had. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like you know. Yeah, you already know. It's that junk mm -hmm. DNA, man. You just know from, like, ancestors and stuff what it feels like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why it's, like, completely mental, the whole idea of finishing. It's not, it, you don't even need the the contact. You can just think about it, and it could happen. Yeah. Or at least you've got to be in that dream state. Yeah, you have to be totally. So you think, uh. After watching this movie next week, we're going to hear you come in here talking about a predator alien threesome. You certainly are. I'm hoping. He's in the middle of a wobbly eight. <laughs> if it's going to be a good weekend, you'll know about it on Monday. Whose weekend was it? Um, Tinchy, you're in the hideout on JFK. That's disturbing. What's up? Yeah. What's up, bro? Hey, uh, JF sign ain't come out, but, nah. uh, uh, you know what? I got, you know, I had one of them dreams before, but it was like, I was watching an anime that's based, like, my nickname, Tenshi, called Tenshi Muyo GXT. And it's like a hot little blonde anime chick. And I woke up ahead, and I had one of those things. Now, hold on a second. Is it creepier for me to have the Predator sex dream or yes. for the anime? Yes. Yes, we get both of them. They're both creepy. All right, fair enough. Hey, right, Alien slime ball. Yeah, what's up, bro? I got an idea for a little thing I could do for a bit. All right. About every week. Like, I do a little weekly anime thing. Anime of the week. I don't know if people like anime enough. They I do, mean, it man. sounds like... They do. Really? If you watch stand-up like me, I'm sitting here watching Adult Swim right now. Like, hmm. they got an anime block. Adult Swim is awesome. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? What would we do with the anime stuff? Why, us, why don't you, uh, yeah, get us, like, a little uh, uh, preview of it. Yeah, email yeah, us. Yeah, preview, yeah. Email the idea to jfkhideout.aol.com. We're always looking for fun, interest. And you know what? I'm into, I, I did the goth thing for a little while. I'm kind of out of that phase, kind of. I'm still still big on the goth chicks, but I'm not as much into the culture. But uh, maybe anime will be my next thing. Yeah, you can get porn. into it. Because like I told you about some of the weird stuff you see in anime. All right, email us, bro. we got to take a break. All right, man. See you All later. Right, see ya. Speaking of goth, I got some bizarro goth porn the other night. Yeah. Bizarro. It was to the. It was kind of the, you know, you would get some, some porn that's so off that, you know, missing, you can't even enter the mission, you just sit there and watch and you're actually yeah. spectating on it now. And it's, wow. It turns into like an epic. It turns into like you're watching Gladiator or exactly. something. Exactly. That was like that one used and abused. Yeah. Because there was, we, we, there's one point at our old station 
He was used as abused. Shafee still has it. And he still has it. And he, I was, I was creeped out because but he used it. He actually used it. And I'll tell you this: ketchup was used as lube. Oh, and not even in like a good place. Right. And there was candy bars put places that would make it look as if the yeah. chocolate. can say that. I know. Yeah, you can. Oh, is it official that we can? Because I know that sometimes Stern will get in trouble for. Okay, well, oh, really? yeah, they dump out. I, I oh. hear it all the time. On now that is out there. That is out. There. I heard Carrot Tops into it from Stern. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> he admitted to it. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Allie, you're on JFK. Hey. What's up, babe? Um, I just wanted to tell you guys. First of all, I think the anime thing is really cool. All right, so we're gonna do it. Because I watch Adult Swim all the time, but uh. I gotta, I gotta get into this. This is a whole thing I don't even know about. All right. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop rocks. Okay. But um, yeah, and I also wanted to say that girls have that same sort of thing. About. Like I've been waking up for my dude and saying other guy's name. You know, and oh, want to oh, fall nice. back to sleep again. Oh, so you're with the guy, and you're saying you're you're screaming out somebody else's name, or like mumbling it in your sleep? Yeah. Oh, or have that have those dreams where you want to like fall. But back he's screaming from suffocation. Hey, yeah. I wake up with oh. a black eye. What's that? <laughs> well, hold on, hey, hold hey, on. Everybody's all over the place. <laughs> hold on a second. So you at the same? It's not just creepy guys. You'll have a fun sex dream, and you'll want to fall back asleep and try to get caught up where you were. Yeah, oh, totally. Oh, that's cool, I know. You like to party? Yeah. Sweet. Coyote Ugly, September 10th. We're going to be there. Join us. I'm actually going to be in Florida. Ah, screw you then. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks, Allie. Bye. All right, thanks. Getting topless for Snoop Dogg. In the <laughs> Snoop-a-loop. In the videos. All right, let's take a break. Living my dream. Hey, put Eric up again. Hold on a second. You want to you you talk to Eric? Why not? It's been one of those nights. Why not? Eric. And then he hangs up. You what son you of a say? bitch. He calls 57 billion times. He goes, you're racist. He insists that we're racist because we don't take his phone calls. Because we don't take it every single time he calls. And because you ramble and ramble and ramble. Maybe if you just called once a month. And there's, there, How could we be racist? Is I know I'm racist. Yeah, Mantan's racist. He hates Japanese people. <laughs> I love them. I want to go to a. Ja I want a Japanese chick next. Predator then Japanese. Oh. Eric, you're on the air. Hey, really? You're on you're the on air the right air. now. You're on the air. What's yeah. wrong with you, dude? Why are you calling us racist? Well, no. Well, wait a minute. Let's not attack. No, you're attacking us. You're calling us racist. First of all, what have you been drinking tonight? Um, does this include, uh, is this the malt liquor? Yes, it includes, it includes that, yes. <laughs> yes, if we're going to have the conversation, yes, it is. Okay, then, yes, I have been drinking tonight. How many malt liquor uh, 40s have you had? Um, just three. Three 40s tonight? Yes. Keep on going, Eric. You had 120 <laughs> ounces tonight? I'm, I'm six, three, six, two and a half, about 207 pounds, man. I... I would crush you like a bug. 207 or and, 270? And now he's... 207, sir. And now he's threatening to beat our ass. No, so, no, no, no. Hey, I'm hold on a second. Saying, hey. I'm just saying, I, I, my metabolism digests uh, alcohol differently than yours. How old are you? How old are you? I'm 40. Now, uh, what do you do for old a living? Old enough to be your father. You actually, you are. What do you do for a living? Very well, 
nicely. Thank you. No, uh, actually, <laughs> technically, I'm I'm searching for a job right now. You know, disability. And you're not helping the uh, search process. Well, why, how are we supposed to help the search process? Huh? How are we supposed to help the search process? Hey, Eric, if you're in the pharmaceuticals, I've got a job for you right now. Get out here. I'm in need, Eric. I'm in need. Yes. I got to say, what's the difference between you and Al Jolson? Al Jolson? Yeah. Uh, Al Jolson is not alive. <laughs> but it's probably more of a difference. Hey, dude, seriously. Um, you know you're not going to get a job if you're drinking 120 ounces of Mount Liquor and listening to yeah, the hideout well, every night. I'm thinking about jumping off the Tappan Zee Bridge, you know. That's in New York, by the way. You probably didn't know. You jump? You thinking about suicide? Well, no, no. Actually, no, no. Some people do survive off that thing. So I was thinking about either that or the Duke Ellington Bridge because you can't survive off that. So you, career? Do you really want to die, though? No, I'd actually like to get a white woman, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, you can't get any funnier than that. We're gonna go out on the high note. Have a good night. You want to know the truth? You're gonna. We're gonna go out on the high note because that was funny. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the New Jersey governor. Finally, it's the hideout. It's 106.7. Look at that. Maybe we should take his calls more often. He he rambles, but he can be good. We, yeah. We just got to control the conversation when it's him. Uh, it's WJFK. All right. <laughs> the Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. I like to emotionally rape my customers. The Hideout. And now back to Infinity Broadcasting's lame attempt at affirmative action. The Hideout. Washington 106.7. WJFK. Bad for days. Welcome back to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We are live. I am El Jefe, and that is Jay Dubs. What numbers? 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And, um, in fact, Dubs, yeah. we need to hold on a second. We got one of these we need to do. Raider Nation. EA Sporting News Update. It's time for an EA Sporting News Update with Raider Nation. Where are you at in your game, and what is the score? It just finished. Raiders lost to the Panthers, 22 to 28. Two seconds left on a 98-yard kick return. Oh, that's a hard. That's break. rough. I'm really sorry to hear that, bro. Are you going to put? Read I mean, that? Is that going to ruin your uh, your uh, hopes at Super Bowl? No, no, no. Are you going to push reset and then try to play the game over again? No, I don't Are you going to release anybody? I'm only six and three. Uh, is this on Madden 2005? Yeah. Good for you, bro. Yeah, how many dynasties have you gotten through so far? Oh, How many I'm seasons? On, I'm only on 17 hours so far. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you got some work to do. Nothing. Loser. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, bro. Um, Dubs, I got somebody here um, who, uh, and no more sporting news updates. We'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Save that for tomorrow. Um, Rides right here on the uh, Instant Messenger says, I was at the Ron and Fez uh, live gig tonight, and J-Dubs did a great job. I tried. Uh, as did Ron and Fez. Just wanted to comment on his lovely socks. What are you wearing for socks? Let me see. They, they look normal. You know, your socks always look yellow. You know what? Uh, they, aren't, they aren't nearly as bad as what they used to be at my old house. Right. Uh, I had a lot of rust in the water. I don't oh. know if these made the trip or not, these ones I'm wearing right now. But they might have. And he says, oh, and dude, the J-Dubs hat, pretty mo. 
because uh, I don't know if anyone's seen this, J-Dubs has a black hat where on the front of the hat, like above the bill, it says J-Dubs. And on the back, you know, where normally you'd put your number or the MLB emblem or something like that, there's a handicap um, symbol. Epic. So, yeah. Epic. Good for you, man. Rack the hat. <laughs> rack the hat. Um, Give me a hat rack. Uh, tomorrow, great show lined up for you. A psychic is going to be stopping by, taking our readings. Fairy lady is going to be in. Oh, boys, if you guys want to come back. I'm missing fairy lady. Oh, wait, that's right. Man, Tan's going to be at work. Damn, damn, dude. We're stopping by, though. We're going to Thursdays. We're going to get some food after we go see Aliens vs. Predator. Um, what was the, I wanted to comment on one other quick thing. Oh, yeah, just reminding you, now that the Ron and Fez gig is done with, uh, focus on the hideout gig coming up September 10th. We're already trying to get some material to, uh, together for you, some bits, some stunts, stuff to do out there. And actually, they're promoting this as a Redskins tailgate party. Ooh. So um, join us, Coyote Ugly, live show, and um, a, lot, a lot more details forthcoming. Go to RadioHideout.com. For all of that information. Um, there was breaking news today, Dubs. Kind of uh, interesting. Uh, New Jersey Governor James McGreevy acknowledged that he had an extramarital affair. Okay. Look, let's be perfectly honest. Who hasn't? In okay. fact, especially when it comes down to politicians. Politicians are notorious for getting ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure his wife wouldn't be that surprised with that. However, the actual marital affair was with another man. Mm. And he um, actually came out and resigned today. The resignation is effective November 15th. Now, Dubs, I have the audio from this. And... Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. That, that was that was his press conference. Uh, here's the actual. Here's here's uh, Governor James McGreevy of New Jersey. At a point in every person's life, one has to look deeply into the mirror of one's soul and decide one's unique truth. Now, when you in the world, so deep. <laughs> not as we may want to see it or hope to see it, but as it is. And so my truth is that I am a gay American. <laughs> no, I know you guys laugh. What is a gay American? Well, I, I am a gay American. Hello, Frisco. <laughs> I um. Uh, that'd be great if you just broke into a big list after that. It's so and funny. Started you guys singing just some laugh. show too. Well, and you guys just laugh. You I, just giggle I, when he says it. How no, would you? I, 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 I laugh because he has to go out and say that. Isn't it absurd? That the dude has to go in front of people and say, I am a gay American. And he's, he's got to just put that out there. He's like, you know, I am a black American. Oh, my God. I am a Mexican American. What did he say? I am a gay American. I need to hear you say It took him ten minutes to get to that point, too. The whole thing was describing all these things about your life and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there, me and my wife are driving home, and we're listening to this on the radio, and and. We're like, okay, just say you're gay and get over with. Just come on, just okay, you're gay. You Did got you it. see him? Have you seen him? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no shock that he's a gay American. He looks like Mango, like that Chris Kattan out there. He looks just like him, man. And again, there's we're not there's nothing wrong with it. But wow, man, just to you imagine? I mean, it was tough enough for Clinton and other people to like get up and admit extramarital affairs. 
But to come out and say it was with a, a guy, that's tough, bro. Now, you remember like four months ago when we kind of broke the story of a different state governor who uh, had sexual relations with one of his cabinet members, that which is a guy? That was alleged. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking that this is going to happen. This, that one's actually going to come out in the forefront very soon too. And we're just going to have a this a was, big uh, a big gay government conspiracy oh, going out. Please don't let it be Jesse Ventura. This was um this was interesting because this is something we got we something we got a while back, and um it never it, it didn't catch on. Yeah, someone from a big state. Yeah, it really didn't catch on. Some people say the biggest. It did, it did not catch on the way you thought it would, especially given the party that this person is in. And stop it. Oh, what? man. I know what you're trying to do, and things could happen. That would be bad for us. More <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's take a phone call. I want another hint. Red, you're in the hideout of JFK. No, I'm serious about that. No. Yo. Hey, guys. I like your show. Um, I was I'm wondering what you all think about this. The, when the governor said he resigns, he it's kind of odd because I wasn't sure whether it sounded like he was resigning because he's gay or because he had an affair. What? So I was just curious. I, what you I guys think. think I think if he uh, didn't have the affair with a man, he wouldn't even had to make that uh, that. Uh, From what I understand, the, the, uh, there were there are some sort of uh, maybe harassment issues that may come to light. He also has said that he. Uh, he didn't want it to bog down the party with the election coming up, and he didn't want it to take away. He knew if he was about to have he it almost seemed like he was about to get forced to come out of the closet, and so he didn't want that. Won't you hang up and listen? Um, so he didn't want that to like affect his ability to govern. Now, did, now, how did how did he get caught? Did, <laughs> I don't. They haven't. They haven't talked about it. I'm sure a lot of more stuff is going to come nah, out. I, I, I think the wife walked in with an open bottle of grape jelly or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the uh, the the guy is filing a suit against him. Right. Oh my god. Oh, here that, it is. It it's was on, about to come out. It's on the Drudge Report, and yeah. apparently there's a picture of the guy who's going to file the sexual harassment law a lawsuit, and apparently it's that. But it, they also say too, and this is according to the Judge Report, that that may have been the guy. Who had sex with him? Oh my God! Yeah. Well, maybe he would. He said he would get some stuff out of it if he had sex with him. Well, now if, you, if you're having sex with a guy, you give him what you want. What he yes. wants, right? Uh, and this is the other thing that's really sad about this too. Seriously, is that the guy has figured he was he was gay since like high school, you know, or since adolescence, but yet still, because of the culture that we live in, because we're so afraid of homosexuals, he went on to marry twice. So basically, he ended up ruining two women's lives and have two kids. Oh, maybe, they, maybe they should have listened to the uh, the uh, the time when he wanted to use a strap. Because exactly. he was because he was you know afraid to come out. You know and what I mean? Politics. Well, whatever. But this happens so many times. There are so many gay guys who are afraid to be gay because of the culture that we live in. Because we hate gay people in this, in America for some reason. And so instead, they go on and they marry women and they ruin their lives and then they have kids and eventually they. Come now, aren't out. you separated, Hefe? Oh, ah, yeah. Hey, look, whatever. Don't ruin another woman's life, that's all I'm yeah, saying. Really? <laughs> now his wife knows why it tastes like corn. What? Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. for Broadband, you're in the hideout. Hey, man, I forgot it's Sodomy Thursday. That's it is. It is. I totally forgot. Hey, um, on this whole, <laughs> on this whole thing, man, what the hell is up with the world? Like, it's like the whole world's gone gay. 
Uh, have you heard those uh, comments by uh, Terrell Owens about Jeff Garcia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was just hilarious, and I believe it. if you if you heard the guy talk, you know he's got like a high pitched voice, but his girlfriend man is smoking. Well, he has girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, he's got a girlfriend. Like he's had two girlfriends, I think, the past uh, two years, but both of them were really hot. I like trying to find you a picture of him, but yeah, send it, that over. It, if he is a you know a homo, I mean, shit. I <laughs> nothing wrong with it, and thank you, AOL, for being now. Man. I, I I think I found out how he got caught. Mm. He uh, came home, kissed his wife. She thought he was been, just been eating tortilla chips all night, no. and found out the, the salty taste of something. <laughs> I swear, I'm thinking. She's picking the corn out of her teeth. Why did I have corn? Okay, look, this is bad. guys, <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh at it anymore because it's not funny. It's hilarious, and the, I think the funniest part about it is this guy resigns today and doesn't leave until November fifteenth. It's two more, three more checks. What's that all about? Well, no, it's not even that. Uh, there, if it's like if he doesn't uh, resign before sixty days before the election, they replace him with a Democrat governor, and then there's no election. Oh. Uh-huh. So otherwise, there, there's this uh, Republican guy that they think would be like landslide this election. Who would come in and win? So he's waiting for the fifteenth, well, so they can't vote on it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if 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 this Republican runs, they're going to have huge Republican outpouring at the polls for the presidential election because it would be the same time. Ah. And so they don't want Bush to win that state. Now, is it a Republican or a Democrat that... uh, He's a Democrat. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that would be classic if it was a Republican. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it would. And the other thing that sucks, too, is he was a a good dude. He was pro-choice, pro-stem cell research. You know, he's good on education and the environment. So, you know. place so he's anti-gay. It was kind of weird. Yeah, that is <laughs> odd. Anti- All right, let's see. Somebody anti-gay. sent me this. The guy suing the governor is the guy in charge of Homeland Security in the right. state of New Jersey. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, he appointed him. He's like an uh, Israeli guy he did more than over here been running this stuff. Real. Alright, guys. You can see some invasion tactics. Yeah. <laughs> you want to keep an eye out back? Search and destroy. There's a lot of a lot of things happening in our backyard. <laughs> he didn't really think he could I can't have a civilized conversation. I tried to. Nothing. I look at this. Did you think it would go unnoticed? I mean, you can't even pump your own gas in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Time. At a point in every person's life, one has to look deeply into the mirror of one's soul and decide one's unique truth in the world. Not as we may want to see it or hope to see it, but as it is. But. And so my truth is that I am a gay American. God damn it. Right. I'm a gay American. Look, I'm just saying it's... Isolate that, please. Thank you. I'm just saying it's sad we live in a society where people still got to be in the closet like that and ruin other people's lives. And you guys joke about it, but it's a sad state of affairs. It is. It really is. Except for him. And Ron has talked about it. The same people who are anti-gay now are going to look like the asswipes who are, uh, you know, trying to ha- keep segregation alive and stuff back in, like, the 60s. No, no. No, Hold on now. Look, I'm not an anti-gay by any any aspect, but I think it's kind of 
I'm a gay American. I mean, come on. Well, no, I'm You're just, gay. I am gay. I'm, just I'm not a gay American. Are you gay hitting Canadian. that fate back there? This is this. <laughs> this is prejudice. That's that same prejudice. You're gonna look stupid in 50 years to your uh, to your kids if you're thinking like no that. way. That's all I'm saying. You're gonna look stupid in 50 years to your kids anyway. <laughs> There's tattoos on your back and stuff. Your heroin tattoos and your lines tattoos that never ended up coming true. Vampire, you're on JFK. Last call. Yeah, he didn't resign because of the affair. He resigned because he knew no one would accept him giving speeches dressed up like the cops in the village oh, people. <laughs> God damn you. Uh, here's my cabinet members, the Indian, the construction worker. You know, that's not cool. It takes the village people to raise no your children. The people are still in the closet. <laughs> Isn't that the garden state anymore? It's the garden salad state. <laughs> all these clowns. Not cool. I hate all of you. I'll just have some salad in the water, please. Why not? I'm Why not? you all with that salad. We're supposed to be included. Jesus. All right, we're out of here. So much for having a diverse hideout. <laughs> Whatever, it's always it's the white man's mentality. Um, hey, wait a minute. It was Mantan that started all this crap. I know, he's been brainwashed. I'm more disappointed in him than anybody else. Yes. We'll see you tomorrow with Fairy Lady and a psychic and uh, your EA Sporting News updates. So break out the PS2s. Uh, congratulations to Ron FS for a great live broadcast. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a gay American.